Hello and welcome to a special episode of uh, Video Games to the Max, our first E3 2016 edition as we uh, give our reactions to both the Bethesda conference that just ended about an hour ago and the, a the EA conference that, you know, ended uh, this afternoon. We decided to just do them together because there really wasn't a whole lot to talk about from the EA conference. Um, so, yeah. But uh, I am not alone on this show. It's not just uh, Mark either. We've got plenty of more 401 uh, Mania writers here discussing, or podcasters discussing things here with us. And joining me here today uh, from the Backlog Busting Podcast, Mr. Wes Harrington. Hey, it's been a while. It has been a long time since I've done something besides the Backlog Busting Project. Uh... <clears throat> But yeah, the inter interesting start to E3, I guess, we'll go with. And uh, your cohort, who was on uh, with Mark and I a couple weeks ago, uh, mm -hmm. got busy. So even though his name is there in the description, right now yeah. if you're listening live, he's not uh, here with us right now. Uh, but hey, next, he says tomorrow he'll be here all day, as long as work is not a problem. Uh, but... Uh, with us here today, though, is Mr. Daniel Anderson. Glad to have you back. Thanks. It's always good to be able to work this in between everything. Yeah, you have lots of things uh, going on. And Mr. Mark Morrison. Howdy. Yeah, and I am your host, Sean Garmer, and this is the official Foreign Game Zone uh, podcast. And guys, might as well get into it here. Bethesda sets the tone for Monday. Don't think it was the total, like... I think the difference is when we had Fallout and Doom, which are much more known quantities, having gameplay taking up chunks of the conference, people didn't mind that so much. When you have Dishonored 2 taking up the last huge chunk of your conference, seems like people were voting more on that one. Oh, what did y'all think right. about what they showed and, and all that? Are, are you even excited at all for Dishonored 2? Well, honestly, I, I think I kind of had to say I'm kind of surprised they had as much stuff as they did. Because going into this, when they announced they were doing another showcase, I think a lot of the thought was, holy crap, how are they going to have anything to show? Because they <laughs> they blew their load last year to be a little bit cruder than I Try not to be, but anyway, uh, you know, because last year they had, you know, Doom, Fallout 4, Fallout Shelter, you know, and all that other stuff. We, I think everybody kind of had an expectation of, okay, what could they possibly have? You know, and, uh, uh, I guess that uh what could they possibly have made it kind of into a kind of a hype loop because everybody was expecting you know elder scrolls 6 or you know stuff they clearly weren't I, going I don't to have. know who was expecting elder scrolls 6 because they clearly said skyrim remastered this year i don't yeah. know where that was coming from that must have been people just thinking that they were going to do both for some reason yeah and that normally never happens yeah, no, yeah, no, I completely agree, but I was, uh, you know, all, all the all the scuttlebutt I was reading from, you know, places I frequent was like, uh, um, 
you know, Elder Scrolls, they have to have something like Elder Scrolls 6 up their sleeve if they're doing another showcase, and it's just kind of like, I'm not sure about that one. But what they did have was, I, I could find nothing wrong with what they announced today. I still find plenty wrong with the Elder Scrolls Legends, but I, I think we'll get to that later. <laughs> yeah, guy, uh, Daniel, what, what did you think of just the conference in general before we start? Well, I thought minutiae. they did a good job. Uh, I was I was a big fan of the first Dishonored. I'm happy to see Dishonored too. I'm looking forward to it. I think they surprised a lot of people with just how they opened up the conference with Quake. Uh, granted, we're probably not going to see it for a while, but still, the fact that they announced that they do have a new Quake coming was a big shot, and I think that was the. Uh, thing a lot of people were expecting new Elder Scrolls. Mark, what'd you think? Uh, I thought it was mostly fine. Uh, I thought Prey was actually kind of weak to me. Uh, Quake might be cool. I guess we'll see what happens with it. Uh, this, I kind of chuckled at Elder Scrolls just because I already have it on PC, and if I can still blow that game out of the water on my PC than on that remastered version. And, uh, yeah, I, that Fallout 4 stuff looked kind of crazy to me, though. Because yeah. no, no one likes that building building crap in that game in the first place, and it's like, here are two more DLC packs for it. It's like, great, thanks. Well, cl- clearly there must be an audience for it if they're keeping keeping pushing it this hard. Because, you know, <laughs> they're clearly pushing it pretty hard. <laughs> and I hope Designer 2 is good, but it really reminded me of the, the, the darkness for some reason. Especially at the end. Yeah, lots of lots of stuff in there from various games, honestly. Uh, I thought it was good. It wasn't great like last year. I think, uh, me personally, I'm not a Dishonored person. Uh, I've only played the game for a little bit, and I just wasn't that big a fan of it. Um, but, you know, and I know I'm not alone. I know... Uh, Mark isn't the biggest fan either. I know there are people that are huge fans of it, obviously. But, um, you know, the the other stuff, I mean, uh, I guess we should start with the the big surprise was supposed to be Wolfenstein 2, according to the leak. Well, I sort of just threw it out there to Mark at the end, you know, during our, our pre, uh, predictions that, hey, what if there's a quake? And I said it in the, the top five. I said, well, why not? Just throw it out there, quake. Happening, we get Quake Champions multiplayer um, shooter, pretty much with Unreal Tournament doing so well on PC, and then also you got Overwatch and all the other things. Kind of seems like it's a good time to bring Quake back. Well, that and it's the 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 last of like the whole eternity they hadn't rebooted yet because they'd done Wolfenstein and Doom. So the next one's going to be Hexen. Yes. Supposedly there's evil asking for that. <laughs> I mean, oh, shots fired. Shots fired. Well, it's, it was on 64, so maybe if they do something with it not on Nintendo 64, <laughs> coming maybe, soon to the NX. Yeah, yeah possibly. <laughs> yeah, that's that'll be the uh, the big launch game for NX is. Uh, <laughs> Hexen, but I mean, uh, any any thoughts from from you, Daniel or Mark, about are, are y'all interested in a quake? 
I'm interested in it. I just I have a feeling we're very far away since we didn't get any gameplay. We just got a nice movie about it, and that was it. Uh, yeah. I mean, I, I don't want to get excited just after watching a movie. I'm happy to see that they're bringing it back, but I was also happy to see that they were bringing Doom back and happy to see they were bringing Wolfenstein back. Yeah, and I just we uh, we also got the long rumored. It's not Prey Two. It's a Prey reboot. It seems like uh, it's in the year 2032. Seems like you're re- repeating a lot of the same stuff over and over. I guess until you get it right, and obviously it's another shooter uh, to add into that Bethesda line of of shooters at this point. Um, Another game from Arcane, this time from Texas. I mean, we've been hearing about this, and it's there. Our, you know, the first Prey, I think, gets wrongly remembered as this, you know, great game. I think it's just because it was one of the early, actually good games for the 360. It, um, it's a good, it's a good first hour, but the problem is it's 15 hours long. I, I. I don't know what to think about Prey because I remember I remember seeing the reveal for Prey Two, the original Prey Two, <laughs> which oh I forgot to mention. A... It seems like Quake Champions is only on PC. Yeah, and actually, what did y'all uh, think about no consoles for that? Well, no, no consoles yet. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, yeah exactly. After <laughs> XCOM, you can't really. I think the whole they're gonna see if there's an audience for it on PC first. Yeah, well. I didn't want to. Uh, I didn't want to jump in and st- uh, kind of say this when you started moving on to Prey. But since we since we got back to Quake Champions real quick, um, it's interesting to me that it, it looks like this is going to be their answer to Overwatch from the, from the sounds of it because they you know they kind of hyped up the arena based shooter with different characters with different abilities sort of thing. Um, there is another game from Bethesda that was conspicuous in its absence today and. For the last year, actually, Battlecry. Oh, Brink Two, but Battlecry. Anybody else remember that game? Uh, because that might be... because I sure as hell didn't until um, after Bethesda's thing uh, ended. I actually switched over to uh, Drop Frames with like you know Twitch streamers like Co Carnage, you know It's BJP, and Co Carnage said, "Okay, what about Battlecry?" You know. <laughs> And, like, everybody on the panel went, oh, yeah, that is a thing that exists. Because Battlecry was, you know, them trying to do Overwatch a little bit more closely to the style of Overwatch. But now it seems like they're kind of going, oh, we have the Quake IP, let's do a Quake Overwatch. And it'll be interesting to see if they're just silent, if they they're just silently sweeping Battlecry under the rug, or... If they're going to try to like support two two different kinds of those games, or if we're just completely off the mark on Quake Champions, no, Battlecry's probably done. <laughs> or it's one of those that just kind of comes out under the radar and they don't say much about it. Yeah, I mean, to, to, to be fair, I, I, I uh, now that I've been reminded of its, its existence, I think I remember last year around this time. We were talking about Battlecry, and I basically said, I, I think I remember th- basically going, why bother when Overwatch exists? <laughs> so, yeah. Um, yeah uh, I mean, I mean, uh, Mark's probably right in that they might have canned it 
and said, you know what? Uh, let's show these guys how you do multiplayer shooter in Rainbow Quake. And that's in Quake basically takes that that battle cry spot of what they were trying to do with that. I think once they got the the big push from Fallout and you already knew you were coming with Skyrim, it's just basically like do what everybody else does and and do your known franchises and know the name's gonna carry because. You know, try to do too many new IPs. Sometimes it flops and it hurts. So, anything, anything on on that, Daniel? Before we, uh, I mean, everybody's pretty much said what I was going to say. I, I do remember, uh, I think it was like back in October. There was some rumors that Bethesda was worried about it, but they were just the uh, publisher. They weren't the actual developer, right? Uh. And they could still, re- like like was said, they could still release it, just not hype it up and see what happens. Yeah, I mean, so I think you're the. Did you have any feelings on Prey at all? Then? I mean, I mean, it's interesting. I'm fine with them doing a reboot just because of how long it's been since the original came out. Uh, but again, it's just it was just a video. I want to see some gameplay before I really start having start getting excited about something or start thinking this is going to be the greatest game they're releasing. I think uh, Prey's going to take the place of Dishonored next year. I think we're going to get a lot more information on it. Mm. And we'll probably see more gameplay. We'll see more videos and stuff like that. Yeah, I, I have to agree with you. They just showed pretty much... A vertical slice, very much the same way that we got uh, Prey 2 previously. Uh, this time you have to think that they're actually going through with it after showing so much of it. But, eh, you know, you make a big deal about it, now you got to come in and deliver as far as that yeah. goes. Um, yeah. I- Hopefully they don't cancel this version and make a new <laughs> one in six years. I was just about to say. I was about to say. I mean, I, I I think a lot of people at this uh, at this point are going to be very much like that. They're going to be okay. I want the disc in my hands, or I want the, the the file to be downloading to my to my you know uh, console or PC before I say anything else. Because yeah, that, that that was a pretty uh, pretty interesting development history there. And this is speaking as somebody who didn't play the original Prey and just kind of followed along and. Uh, I actually remember kind of going when the original Prey 2 reveal happened. I was like, oh, wow, that looks interesting. Maybe I'll need to play the original. And then it dropped off the face of the earth. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, it's it's so funny how people actually remember that that thing was supposed to be being made. And then all of a sudden, here comes the rumor again. And, well, they rebooted it. And, and you were talking about downloading just a little bit ago. They... The new thing this year, like they did last year where you got Fallout Shelter, uh, that day you can now go download the first level of Doom uh, anytime this week, and you can play that on any you know PS4, Xbox One, PC, uh, any, anything that's available on, you can uh, go check it out. That being said, they did reveal that there was going to be Doom DLC. I don't know if any of you guys are playing that at all. Nope, don't have it. No, not me. No. And uh, 
yeah. for you, Wes. Uh, uh, yeah, no. <laughs> I mean, it's cool that they're doing it, uh, but... Yeah, I mean, but, it's the same yeah. thing like Fallout 4, you know, Fallout's getting... I mean, the other thing with both of these, and Fallout 4's getting a bunch of DLC as far as, like, getting new contraptions and, and other things next week. They're getting new vault. It's uh, basically now you can build your own vault in July and they nuke a world uh, theme park, which you can make your own theme park, I guess, in August. That seemed more like a like story thing. Yeah, the, yeah. Story. Todd Howard in the on the after stream said uh, Nuka World is uh, uh, basically the far harbor of the second set of DLC. It's okay. going to be a a, a a new area to explore with you know and be story driven and et cetera, et cetera. But the villain will still be Walt Disney's frozen head. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking nailed it. I mean, I think all of you guys have Fallout, right? Except me. I actually so. do not have Fallout 4 yet. Because uh, I don't own a next-gen console, and I'm st- I'm, I, I still have not fully converted to the PC Master Race. <laughs> I mean, I have a computer that would probably run it pretty decently, but... Are you going to... Are you excited about any of this, Mark? I'm excited for the Nuka World. I could not give a fug about the other two things because that stuff like is just bad. It's just poorly designed. So, so you don't want you don't want to build your own vault and like do all that. Not if I have to use that interface. No, thank you. (laughs) Yeah, that's that interface is pretty rough. Like you can't connect walls correctly in that game. Like right angles. The most simple thing in construction, and it's impossible to do in that game. Uh, Anything on on your end, Daniel? I just think it's funny they're trying to get you to build Rube Goldberg machines in Fallout. Yeah, there's a Steam game called Crazy Machines that reminded me of that. That's the whole purpose of that game. Yeah. I, I think they're kind of trying to embrace because a lot of people. I remember it being like a, a, a seeing like several articles on Kotaku about you know how people were messing around with building settlement stuff, uh, and I think they're just kind trying kind of trying to embrace that sort of thing, you know, going well. You you guys have already done some pretty creative shit with what we gave you. Now here's even more bug house crazy stuff to do. You know. Yeah, but Fallout is not Minecraft, and it. Like, those two worlds should not have met in the first place. Fair point. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Fallout Shelter at least go on a PC. So more people can play it that don't like to play things on their phones. You can get infinite lunchboxes now. <laughs> yes. I- I'm, you know, I'm not a big uh, phone gaming person, so I never really... Ch- you play with it, right, Wes? Fallout Shelter? Yeah. No, actually, because I, I uh, yeah. it, it was Randy that got yeah. into it, because he, he actually had an iPhone at the time, so, like, literally the night of, I remember this conversation, the night of, he was downloading, I think he was downloading it and playing it during uh, the, the the call last year. <laughs> <laughs> 
like fucking yeah, just like screw it i'm playing fallout shelter but uh i i had i had and continue to have an android phone so you know it took a while for them to release it on android and by the time it released i was just like eh yeah whatever i i might give it a shot if it, when it comes out for pc uh simply because i'm i'm like you sean i don't do phone gaming that much mainly because my first real experience with, with it was fucking candy crush you know, and the, <laughs> the you know you know that the, that that kind of predatory stuff that you know that well you can either wait fifteen minutes to get another you know another level or you can you know buy twenty plays for t- five bucks or bug ten of your friends you know that kind of stuff that is one of my pet peeves so you know I, I'm sure there are plenty of decent phone games and apparently Fallout Shelter is actually one of them that don't like that aren't that in your face about that sort of stuff. But, you know, the vast majority of the stuff I tried had that mechanic, and I got to the point where I was just like, eh, yeah, screw it. <laughs> I mean, I played it when it came out for Android, um, basically because I have a job that requires 12 hours of sitting in front of a screen, monitoring random alerts, and you get a lot of downtime. It was fun for about a week, and then it just it got old. I wasn't going to pay any money for it. It got old, it got boring, and I deleted the game and haven't touched it since. Or haven't even thought about downloading it again since, even though I know they've supposedly added a bunch of stuff or tried to make it more fun. It had almost no support to it whatsoever. Speaking of Fallout, they just announced a new Fallout 4 Pip-Boy edition. Oh, again? 350 bucks. Oh, oh yeah, think think Geek is making a, a, yeah. a, a like a, a deluxe Pip Boy. Yeah, not going for three hundred fifty dollars for that. It will here. still sell out. Yes. Oh yeah, the Dishonored Two Definitive Edition or collect whatever thing already sold out. So you know, doesn't surprise <laughs> me in the least. It's, I mean, they, those things do not take long uh, at all Holy with that. Uh, let's see here. The the Fallout thing, though. Uh, integrated screen and its own onboard software and hardware. This Pip-Boy pairs with your Bluetooth phone or tablet to give you access to your phone's ability to take and place calls, as well as contacts, SMS messages, and audio files. Even when not paired, the Pip-Boy Deluxe Bluetooth Edition can still be used as an alarm clock or a cosplay prop, displaying the status, special, and perk screens from the game. Oh, and did we mention that most of the knobs, dials, and buttons actually work? So it's not... Put your phone in this, and hey, you've got a pit boy. It's an actual device. This time, it's an actual device that you can then pair with your phone to get you know actual useful stuff. If you if you want to be really fucking nerdy, like <laughs> so, it's a giant smartwatch. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Wow. Yeah, that makes sense for it to be three hundred fifty dollars. Then basically, you're paying for the game, and then like three hundred bucks I- for the. I don't think it has a game in it. I think it's just this Pip-Boy. <laughs> yeah, it's just the Pip-Boy. Oh, jeez. Wow. Well, hey, I mean, if you can do all that with it, then I guess it's worth that money. Yeah, don't tell like, Randy. Uh, he might be. Yeah, I, that was a... Actually, actually, that's why he's gone, because he saw that happen, and he immediately just started... He, he just freaked out and, like, faced death so hard he passed out. We, I should probably I'm, actually I'm go check at the on prices of back. the Apple smartwatch, and you're looking at three hundred, three fifty. So, I yeah. guess you get it on a bigger screen. 
Yeah, that's right. Yeah, you, can, you can wear it on your arm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, you can wear the the smart watches on your arm too. Just yeah, but it doesn't take up half your forearm. <laughs> oh no, it doesn't. I mean, it's you look like you're you're walking around with a freaking <laughs> like you're about to shoot someone with that thing. But uh, yeah. I just kind of wish they were they they, they were going to have it out before October because that'd be an interesting Halloween costume. <laughs> All dweller with a pit boy. That would be uh, interesting. You'd have to take a picture of that for sure. Or uh, or that's... or excuse excuse me. Uh, it would be the 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 sole survivor. I think is the name of the character in Fallout Four, isn't it? I is it? Yeah, because in Fallout Three is Lone Wanderer. Yeah, and then, yeah, and then Vault uh, Vault Dweller is either one or two. I forget. I think one for sure. Um, so I mean, we're not done with that yet, though. They announced Doom and Fallout Four for VR, but only on the Vive right now. Yeah, I I I, uh, I forget who exactly it was in chat said this, but uh, uh, somebody brought up they may have not mentioned specifically like PSVR or Hololens simply to let Sony and or Microsoft have that moment at their conferences. Uh, I doubt they're gonna. You mean Oculus? I'm sure. No, well, Microsoft, well, Oculus, yeah. They're not Microsoft gonna put also, any of that stuff on Hololens because it's it's not built for that. Oh yeah, good. Uh, yeah, good point. Sorry, I just, I just said Hololens because of Microsoft, and I just remembered last year. Hey, they you know, they could call Halo their game. thing Hololens for all we know. They could just be like, we have the Hololens version of Oculus. Yeah, oh. they're damn uh, sure not gonna have it on the Rift. <laughs> yeah, considering what Mark suing, said. <laughs> yeah, they're suing John Carmack. They're having like lawsuits between the two, so. I don't see that happening anytime soon. <laughs> and I would imagine on the PSVR, even with the new system, it's still probably not going to look as good as it would on the Vive, but you also don't, you know, it, well, it my, is what my, it is. My big concern is how how powerful a computer will you need to run that thing. Yeah, because you need a powerful enough computer already to run Fallout 4 and Doom as they are. Well, the thing I'm curious about, and I've, I know I said this in the chat as we were talking about it, since Bethesda has a history of working with Microsoft, could this lead into Microsoft announcing a partnership with HTC and leaving Oculus behind? It's possible. I doubt it since they're already packing in controllers for the Oculus. Yeah, like, but a controller is just a controller. I mean... They might just want to make do both, you know. Oh, hey, you guys got our controller, but these guys got the pairing with our system, you know. Can actually produce the headsets. <laughs> yes, can that would be a big thing. Can actually produce the headset. I mean, I could see Microsoft wanting to make a splash, and that they have to. They have to now because you know that's going to be a huge part of Sony's conference. If you're going to do anything with VR, you got to. Tell them at that conference. Yeah, I and I kind of, I kind of think on. Microsoft's going to come out shooting for Sony this year. <laughs> they're going to have to. They're going to need a fucking sniper rifle at this point, with how far behind they are. <laughs> yeah, but if they can take out or take some of the thunder away from Sony's VR by partnering with somebody and undercutting the price, 
I mean, who knows what could happen? Man, and, how much could they really undercut that price, though? You're you're talking about with the Vive, it's eight hundred dollars. See, I, I don't, yeah, I don't see Microsoft partnering with the Vive at all, just because Steam's already partnered with them, and Steam hates Microsoft. Well, that's true. Like, there's already that kind of business relationship with the Rift, so if they're gonna partner with one, it'd probably be that one, even if they can't buy the thing right now. I just find it funny that Bethesda went with them after the, I mean, what was it, the last two years? They've always been kind of hand-in-hand with Microsoft, especially last year saying you can do the mods on the Xbox One. And then they kind of hinted, they continued that, talking about the Skyrim remaster, where you can get mods on that as well. Yeah, I mean that—that's the last thing that we really haven't. Uh, I, these were really cool to experience. I'll say that getting to see Doom and Fallout Four in VR and them have been such huge games. I mean, you're you're talking about games that are really made for VR. That would be really be those. Everybody that's getting to experience that at that uh, Bethesda conference, I certainly would say that I'm a little bit jealous. That's got to be pretty cool. They already announced that for 2017, I think. Right. Is that what they said? Yeah, Fallout Four. Yeah, they said 2017. So, yeah, there you know, oh. big big uh, VR games coming already. Uh, and <clears throat> yeah, the rest of it is all the stuff they did with Elder Scrolls, which they certainly went for it with Elder Scrolls. Uh, they announced the Elder Scrolls card game last year. Didn't show a whole lot. This year, they show it. it's called Elder Scrolls Legends. Much reminded me much more of Magic than it did Hearthstone, even though yes, they all come from the same vein. Uh, it has single player packed in. The it has the much more Magic, no no cartoony character looking stuff like Hearthstone. It's very much like the very serious Magic char- looking characters, and and those Magic actual video games are not they're actually pretty good. Uh, if Elder Scrolls can kind of do that, then I think they're okay. And the single-player thing is sort of intriguing because we know Hearthstone charges you uh, to enjoy their single-player stuff. So um, we have that. We have the Elder Scrolls Online, which supposedly has 7 million players. Uh, they go to Japan in June. They have a new yeah. expansion and this one Tamriel thing, which basically makes it to where you pay and you get to do whatever you want. Uh, so pretty much you pay, instead of paying and leveling up, you're basically paying to get a free get-to-your-friend's-level thing. Yeah. But you do have to go through the tutorial. Well, yeah, that's kind of... <laughs> yeah. So, so, so essentially what they've done is they, they've basically made uh, uh, the character boost thing that World of Warcraft has been doing since Warlords of Draenor, they've made that into a permanent thing and they've made it game wide because you know blizzards blizzard you know introduced paid character boosts with uh warlord of drainer and they're continuing it into legion and then legion also has uh all the legion zones are going to be uh scaled to whatever level you are at at the time so you can do the zones in any order and one tamriel kind of sounds like uh that except applied to the whole game um the 
I, I've got some serious stats about that 7 million number, too. I think that's basically them puffing up their numbers a little bit and puffing out their chest, going, hey, 7 million people bought this game, and then 6.5 million of them realized it was crap and went back to World of Warcraft or something else. But 7 million people bought this. Yay. Um, and uh, also, I'm pretty sure uh, Dark Brotherhood has already been out on PC, and they were hyping it up for the console release coming up later this month, which... Again, kind of a kind of a shady kind kind of a shady thing to do. I I, I think I kind of think, but uh, eh, it is what it is. I, yeah, I I just remember everybody saying stay away when the game launched on PC, and I've seen nothing since then to change my opinion on that. So yeah, yeah, uh, they did mention that Dark Brotherhood was on PC, but. I mean, it was really quick and in passing. I just, I can see 7 million people worldwide playing it at some point in the last year, but as people get bored, they try stuff out, they try anything. I just, I don't know. I I think they're trying really, really hard to get new people into the game, and that's what their newest thing with everybody can do anything once you get through the tutorial is geared towards, but I don't think it's going to work, and I think we'll hear free-to-play next year. Yeah, I question the entire point of this thing. It's like, isn't the whole point of, like, the RPG to level up your character and get better? Like, what's what's the end goal for this? Is, is if you already hit 90 or whatever the hell the level cap is in that game, it's like you have to look forward to. I think they might mean that it's kind of like the reverse of what you do in an MMO, where you can play with your friends at that level, but you can also scale back down. I don't know how that would work necessarily, but I don't... You yeah, know, but... kind of like how in the division it downscales to the other person's level if you're playing with somebody lower than you? Okay, there are four people here. How many people do you know who are playing this game? Well, n- none of us. None of I mean, I meant globally. Like, how many people, like, friends, acquaintances? Oh, no, I don't know anybody that's playing it. Yeah, that's the thing. It's like... <laughs> Tumbleweed rolls by in the background. I th- yeah. I, mean, I, think, I think WoW is at 5 million right now, and I I think it's a little higher than that, and uh, I, I, the last I heard it was at 6.5 million. I wouldn't be surprised to see that number jump with the Warcraft movie. Uh, coming out recently. Go see it in theaters now. I, Blizzard, please pay me money. Oh, <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure China was their Yeah, that's the only money. reason that we made money. <laughs> yeah. that China's going to be the place where it's making money and everybody else, it's not going to do that well. But <laughs> No, it, it already didn't do that well. It kind of bombed in America. <laughs> yeah, Contrary 2 beat it in the box office. Yeah. Uh, like double the money. <laughs> my blizzard, my inner Blizzard fanboy is crying in shame because I am going to have to go see that movie in theaters. Uh, okay, I'm going to prepare myself for disappointment. Anyway, sorry. <clears throat> yeah, and then uh, we get the very lackluster Elder Scrolls Skyrim remastered. Like they did not make a big deal out of this. Just bunch of text over 
how it looks now compared to the PS3 and 360 versions, and that's it. Like, I figured they would have made a bigger deal about it. But Well, as opposed to the Batman uh, reissue, at least this one looks better. <laughs> I agree. Yeah. Totally well, they agree. did uh, mention mods as well. Yeah, the yeah. mods. Yeah. But, but they didn't have the Randy Savage Dragon, so what the hell is the point? <laughs> but did, isn't that what everybody's complaining about? Oh, these people are just focusing on remasters. They're not doing anything. I mean, Bethesda said, hey, we're doing a remaster on it. You're going to see these improvements. You're going to be able to use mods. Yeah. It I'm, is what it is. Let's move on. Yeah, I'm perfectly okay with them just going, yeah, we're making Skyrim for the next-gen consoles. Moving on. You know? Because it's it, it's Skyrim. You already you should already know what you're getting by this point with Skyrim, but with a new coat of paint on the next gen consoles with mod integration. Sounds like a plan to me. Um, the the one thing that kind of came up I, I uh, came up uh, again after the show went off the air. Um, Bethesda did send out a tweet later because uh, confirming uh, on PC at least if you own all of the DLC or if you bought the legendary edition of Skyrim and you bought it before uh, buy it before a specific point um, you will receive a free upgrade to the special edition when it releases in October, which is kind of a cool move. And we'll, I, I, I maybe the. Hopefully they try and work something out with like Sony and Microsoft for, you know, people who own those specific editions on the previous gen consoles. That would be kind of cool to see, but you know, given given the cluster the cluster mess that was Rock Band 4s, I mean, I I suppose that's kind of apple and or, apples and oranges, but you know, wait, what are we talking about the cl- I mean, they Rock Band 4 pretty much got fixed. Uh, but it, you know, it's the it's 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 gonna take them. A, they they're not gonna really do a whole lot with that. I mean, just you're gonna get it on your PS4 and your Xbox One, and it's gonna be what it is. It just I wonder if they would even consider doing that, like at least for Xbox One, like make it backwards compatible. But I'm sure That's... they wanna. Have they even yeah. done? I don't think any of them have done that yet. Where a game that came out for an HD is also backwards compatible. Uh, Saints Row 4. Oh, Saints Row 4 is the only one? Okay. But it's just, like, that's going to be rare, I think, that we see that. Uh, I think that's it for the, uh, we talked about everything on Bethesda, and we're going to get really quick through the rest of this, because <laughs> EA didn't do a I mean, did anything stand out to you from that? I know you didn't like it, Mark, but did anything from that Dishonored to gameplay sort of I, it, have you interested in? It looked it looked great, but I just don't think like the gameplay is just going to hold up. Like that was my problem with the first one. It's like it looked fantastic, it sounded fantastic, but actually stealthing around that city was kind of a nightmare because your the power in that your powers in that game are very limited, and it's just a bunch of waiting around around for them to recharge. And I was watching this one and I. I noticed the same thing. Like once you blink, you had to wait for a few seconds for it to power back up. It's like great. Didn't the other? Don't they both have two different? Oh, it's just different weapons, right? Between him and Emily. Uh, different uh, powers too. Yeah, different. Yeah. Like she has that like darkness-looking whip thing, and he has like the regular stuff. Ah, fair enough. Well, see, the one thing that struck me about the first game. I'm normally not a fan of stealth games. I hate them, but I couldn't get enough of the first Dishonored. I loved it. 
at the time I said you're basically playing as Nightcrawler who wants to kill people. And yeah. go on. Well, I, I just I it's it's weird because I hate stealth games. They drive me crazy. I hate games that they just throw a stealth level in there for no reason. But that entire game I enjoyed, and I went back and played it repeatedly, trying to get the no kill. I mean, trying to make it to where I didn't kill anybody, trying to discover all the secrets, the different paths I could have taken. I mean, I'm looking forward to this one now. Whether I'll play it as much, probably not, because I have more, have less free time. But I would still sit down and try to play through it at least with both characters, just to see how the stories differ. See, I. I recommend you look up a game called, uh, or play a game called Chronicles of Riddick, Escape from Butcher Bay. And I'm not, I'm not being sarcastic. Like that's what kind of ruined Dishonored for me is that's a stealth. Butcher Bay is a stealth game, but you have a lot more environmental awareness of what's going on and like better stealth mechanics. I thought, even though you don't have powers, so you're just you know a dude with a shiv. Well, the other thing I'll say about uh, Dishonored is it kind of came out of nowhere. Nobody really. It wasn't hyped. It was kind of a quiet release. Nobody really expected anything from it. So I was able to overlook some of the issues present in it that you were describing just because it wasn't heavily hyped. It wasn't pitched as the next AAA game. It just kind of appeared and said, hey, give it a try, and that's what I did. Yeah, I have it on... I think both my 360 and PS3 from the when they put them out there for free. I think I need to just try it and see. I'm normally not a big stealth person either, but who knows? I mean, the gameplay it this all looks great. I mean, the just they had shots of the water flowing and it looked fantastic. And then when they actually showed gameplay, it was it was really well uh, done. Just I know. Um, Mm, I, I noticed a couple of rough edges, kind of like animation-wise and sound-wise. Might have just been the stream, I, I, but when when the game's I mean, coming Fallout out... Fallout 4 no, wasn't perfect either, and still isn't, so... True, no, yeah, I, I, I get that. I'm not trying to say absolutely perfect, but like there, there were a couple points where I was like, how'd that make it into a, a presentation build of the game? Uh, because like there, there, like a couple of the kills had no sound play whatsoever on my end. Um, uh, and the animations kind of looked a little jarring to me, like, uh, uh, like the, the midair kills when, you know, you pull, pull, when they showed pulling somebody with far reach and then killing them, it like, to me, it looked like they were pulling with the far reach. And then as soon as the body got in range, it was just all of a sudden, Oh, Hey, uh, I'm, I've stabbed them in the, the neck. Yeah, you know? like I, I did not see a transition like the the thing come out and come towards the neck. It was just oh hey the body's in range, boom, shiv in the I neck. I thought they were pulling it onto the blade. Okay, I, I mean that's that's entirely possible. I could you know I could just have missed that, but it was just kind of like eh. uh, I mean other than that, and that's just that that's just minor stuff. You know that's stuff that probably is going to get fixed between now and November. Um, other than that, it looked good to me, speaking of somebody who has not played the original Dishonored either. Ugh, there's a lot of shit in the last couple of years I've missed. <laughs> it happens, uh, man. As long as Susan Tarandon is back in this game, I'll be happy. <laughs> nice. Alright, so we move on to EA, which uh, didn't have a ton of things to show other than just telling you about stuff. And then the one game that they really did show a lot of, 
uh, was Battlefield 1, and that wasn't really even at the conference. It was in a one-hour gameplay demo afterwards. The They started off with Titanfall 2 confirming the single player. The trailer had already leaked earlier uh, that day. There are six new Titans instead of the three, just the three from the previous game. Of course, they had the grappling hook. Uh, there was the pilots can get out of there, and there was one that grappled one to the other and killed him. And you know it, uh, and it they had the story mode is pretty much like the Titan is basically trying to protect the pilot and stuff like that. That looks kind of interesting, and it seems like there's going to be some kind of progression system. Comes out the same day as uh, what was the game that comes out? Is it Dishonored two? Or one of the other games they showed today comes out October 28th. Can't remember. But, uh, yeah, I mean... October 28th, the only one I can think of would be uh, <laughs> Skyrim Remastered. Yeah, Skyrim uh, Remastered, yeah. So, uh, which I'm sure will still sell boatloads from the people just talking about and remembering how great they thought it was and all that. You ex- you certainly excited now for Titanfall two now that you know there's single player, Mark. Yeah, but the, the single player look, remind, just reminded me of the Iron Giant. Nothing wrong with that. The Iron Giant was a crazy. It needs Vin, it needs Vin Diesel to be the voice actor though. <laughs> <laughs> you into it with the uh, single player, Daniel? Yeah, I'll give it a shot. I mean, I enjoyed the first Titanfall for what it was. I got tired of it because there wasn't a single player and... There's no progression? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I mean, I heard that it got better as it went on, especially with the waves. uh, Some of the, you know, the PvE instead of just player versus player. But, I mean, I, I played it for about two months and then just got tired of it. Yeah, I mean, I'm certainly much more interested now with the single player being involved. I really didn't care too much for it when it was just multiplayer. Um, good that there's going to be new Titans, and the grappling hook thing looked cool to the point where I think we're going to see a lot more games now have that grappling hook. But we'll, we'll see how uh, it progresses, and when we get to that October release date, how it, it looks. There is a beta test you can sign up for, too if you want to, I guess, help them out in the beta. Uh, now, they did introduce Madden, but it was basically there so that you could, uh, they could talk about their new eSports initiative, uh, which they did this both in L.A. and in London. So you have Peter Moore in London pretty much uh, doing stuff. And the eSports stuff kind of seems cool. They got three different... EA will host stuff. You got other people hosting stuff, and you got... On a lower scale, you can talk to EA about how you could host stuff. I don't know how that's going to work, but uh, the only thing that stood out to me is it definitely has to be a work that that guy that's in second place uh, supposedly broke his arm doing a foot race for somebody. Who has who has a foot race in 2016? When well, you're it's like, like a, it's like I explained in chat. Him and his friend were going on to get ice cream from the truck, and he only had enough for one, so that's what happened. <laughs> Uh, yeah, the, the running theme of this show was everything is now on the Frostbite engine, by the way. Great. So, the Frostbite engine is basically saving 
uh, EA. They have spent all the money on it, so like now all the games will be made with it. Including Mass Effect Andromeda, which the story will be about leaving the Milky Way for Andromeda and trying to find a new home. And then, yeah, they talked about it. They really didn't do a whole lot with it. Any they showed about 10 seconds of gameplay. <laughs> and the stupid, Mako, the stupid Mako is back. <laughs> yeah. Um, EA as a whole... Showed no gameplay from anything? Yeah. Well, no. <laughs> except for uh, the... Fee game. That's been it. Yeah, which which was the, again them kind of going, them kind of going. Oh, hey, we got a lot of internet reaction for pushing that poor unravel dev up onto stage, nervous as all hell, clutching on to his Yarny figure figurine for dear life. Let's do that again this year and have another poor sap almost have a heart attack live on stage. Like, if it happens again next year, I'm going to be very concerned. <laughs> no, that'll just be Peter Moore on stage having a heart attack about FIFA. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Daniel, but, did uh, you... Were you into Mass Effect? I didn't see the video. I was at a uh, surprise you, birthday party. But... No, no, you didn't miss much. That's the thing. <laughs> yeah. They showed nothing. Yeah, you, I mean, you literally missed, like... The facial animation rig for an Asari, which yes. looked bad. It looked terrible. It, yeah, it, it it looked like it almost looked like they were taking a cheap shot. At, remember that, like the 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 dog from Call of Duty Ghosts a couple years back. Oh, it almost God. looked they were. Like, <laughs> yeah, it almost looked like they were like, oh wow, that that did really well on the internet. Let's throw something like that in. <laughs> it's just like, well, let me say this about Mass, Mass Effect. I don't really expect to see much until the get. Maybe a month before the game's release, right? So I wouldn't really expect to see anything. I was expecting to uh, hear a lot more about their upcoming Star Wars games they or the games about, in development. Which yeah, they talked about them, but which they talked about and pretty much told you nothing. Nothing. Yeah. They, showed, yeah. they showed five seconds of the visceral game, and that's about it. Yeah, and, it's just yeah, and it was in a still shot. It was no. Gameplay. No, that, well, they showed like a pre-alpha version of like a guy walking out on Tatooine and seeing a yeah. Tie Fighter go by, and that's it. And it's like, and then they confirm oh. that there's a. Is it an update to Battlefront or is it Battlefront Two? I, I didn't get. The, I didn't. I, yeah. I didn't. They didn't. They never said Battlefront Two, but yo, know, Lando is in it, so you can finally go buy the game. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um. They 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 also pretty much confirmed they have pretty much every fucking studio they have working on a Star Wars game. Like I'm, yeah. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure they'll also unveil PopCap is doing like Star Wars Peggle or something. <laughs> yeah, because even so Criterion is doing. <laughs> yeah, Criterion is on Star Wars, and it's like, boy, rest in peace, Criterion, huh? Yeah. Well, no, somebody did. Somebody did point out something that would be kind of cool if it was actually what Criterion was doing. Pod Racer. Yeah, yeah but we... it's not because that's all related to the first trail or the. Episode one, and they're trying to clear that. Yeah, they are. Yeah, they are trying to make you forget that those exist. I mean, with sort of good reason, but still, it's part of your canon. You should sort of embrace it, um, especially with how beloved that part racer game sort of is. Especially, it's still in arcades and stuff. 
It's the uh, one positive thing that came from that movie. And I guess. Oh, how about go with the swoop or speeder bike races instead? Well, you could do that. You could certainly do that. Uh, Millennium Falcon racing. (laughs) They did show the Millennium Falcon in there as well. So Uh, the play to give thing is cool. Um, Good that EA is doing that. You can play games like Battlefield or Battlefront and Madden and complete in-game challenges and they get donations uh, to certain charities. So they announced the charities. I, I don't have them on hand, but it's some pretty like big time, like world charities too. So, you know, uh, the A originals thing was pretty much the only thing they showed gameplay of at the show itself. It's a game called fee. There's an animal that you're like interacting with the world with it looked like a 3d version of or a mix with journey basically uh you learn songs that's how you interact with the uh carrot you know characters or whatever and it looks cool it's not gonna be like it's another like unravel 20 dollar game that will that ea will expect to sell 8 million copies of (laughs) yeah i mean that will sell decently and you know, get some critical acclaim, maybe, and, you know, do its thing. Uh, FIFA now has a NBA 2K story mode. It's called The Journey. And pretty much uh, you start from the bottom and you start and then you go on to play in a Premier League team. They highlighted Manchester United and... Uh, there's now managers in the game, but there's only four of them out of the gazillion managers that are in soccer. And you have all those licenses, but you're only going to have the man. You don't even have the managers for like one entire league. It's hilarious. Like at least with the American leagues, you, you have the coaches for most of the teams. Uh, yeah. I mean that when that's your biggest reveal other than the, the single player, I mean, yeah, those managers that you hardly ever see. Yeah. Great. Well, it was funny when they showed, like, that retrospective of, of FIFA, like, the first game was isometric, and it would have been so cool if they said, and we're going back to an isometric perspective. <laughs> Just to yeah. piss off everybody? I'd, I'd be like, I'm on board. I'm going to go buy that one now. Yep. Um... Yeah, I've I've never been much of a sports fan, uh, game gaming wise, or honestly in real life until a couple of years ago. But uh, <laughs> but you know, it's it's rather telling to me that, like you said, the biggest stuff they had was FIFA, and it just seemed going into the day. If you had told me, I mean, it is that, the biggest game in the world, selling wise. True. So it's telling that they did that part in London because if they did that in L.A. People would have fallen asleep in the in this in their chairs. Well, hey, they learned from last year when everybody fell asleep because Pele was talking. Uh, uh, Jose Mourinho is much more charismatic than Pele. Let's be honest there. Was that the guy that they were was talking this year? Yeah, he's he has much more of a is is oh, is he like a real actor or a football player? No, that's that's the coach. He's the he's been a coach for various big time teams. No, no, I meant the first guy talking about the journey, like that dude. Oh, no, that guy is an actor. Okay. Yeah. Because he was, think, like, feeling it, man. It was yeah, he, he was, I mean, at least he was totally getting you into it, though. 
Like, I'll say this. I love the stories in the NBA 2K games, which, you know, you can get the two, NBA 2K16 for free on PS Plus right now. Um, if they can, EA can figure out how to do that with FIFA, I actually might buy that game. I haven't bought that game in, uh, I want to say, like, three years now. So I'll just hire Spike Lee for it. That's when they got worse. Yeah, play, play as frequency vibrations in a soccer game this time. God alive. Can I be Boombox Raheem in, in FIFA? Because, again, I'll buy that if I can. <laughs> I mean, what did you guys think of Battlefield? Pretty much what we expected, right? It's not... It's Battlefield in the World War One setting with the World War One weapons and... You know? Yeah. Yep. It, 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 it's a shooter. <laughs> Some it is indeed... Stuff- some of the stuff they talked about was kind of zany, like the whole armored airship and armored trains. It's like, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, there's, air, there's zeppelins going yeah. down and stuff like that. Yeah, I mean, it looked great, but also like, no one cares about those weapons. It's like you, you can take a shot off with a rifle and then wait two minutes for it to reload and then take one more shot off and. It's like I hope you I hope you're good at good aim. Yeah. yeah, and they have the old machine guns that have the, the. The bullets coming out from the side, and the flamethrower, at least. It's like, so, is, it, is there a perk system where if I, rank, if I hit rank 10, I can call it a mustard gas attack? Uh, we'll have to find out. They avoided yeah. talking about that, though. Yeah. Gee, so, <laughs> I wonder why. There's <laughs> dynamic weather, guys, that will change. Just like in every, every game they showed this year. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, whoever thought that we'd be talking about weather that changes is the big feature. And then, yeah. Uh, Work for Dishonored. It's true. <laughs> but, uh, um... The, 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 I, I, I made this joke before we went on air, but uh, the, the highlight of this entire thing was when they did the whole celebrities playing at the end... And they zoomed in on Snoop Dogg, clearly smoking a joint and not having a single solitary care in the world. <laughs> Look at the concentration. Puff of smoke coming out of his He won one of them, didn't he? He won, like, the second game or something. I, I, I wasn't yeah. watching at that point. I just, I just, I, I saw that and I just clicked off stream because I was like, yeah, we're done here. Are you interested in, uh, in Battlefield in, at all, Daniel? No, not, oops, sorry. I'm a little interested just because it's a new setting. Uh, I'm willing to give it a try, see how it goes. I'll probably enjoy it more than I enjoy the modern games where it just feels like it's a Twitch fest. This at least makes it less likely that somebody's going to come around the corner with a submachine gun and kill you in three shots before you even know they're there. Any thoughts, you guys? I just got a feeling they're sending that game off to like the hardline death. Well, this is like a stopgap before they get Battlefield Five on like on the on track. That's gonna be so confusing. You have Battlefield One, and then you go, "Oh, we went all the way to Battlefield Five next year." Like, I have well, to imagine they're gonna stop with the numbers. Look at the That's... Xbox One branding. That should tell you. How stupid some stuff can, can really get. <laughs> oh well, you know, a little birdie told me the Xbox One One's getting a the Xbox One S, which is oh my god. Oh <laughs> uh, well, yeah, the Slim. Yeah. Yeah, they showed. And then whatever the hell they today. end up calling Scorpio. Oh my lord! 
Well, I mean, the Xbox One S is okay, because that's kind of what all these things become when you get a slim version, but... Yeah. I don't know. I think that's a slippery slope with it. Uh, me, personally, I would give... Uh, I'll, let's just... Get, if y'all had to give a grade for these conferences, what would you uh, give it? I'd Mark. give... Go ahead, Wes. Sorry. I'd give Bethesda a solid a solid B. <laughs> you know, they, 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 there, was, there were some pretty good announcements in there, but there, there were a couple things that were just kind of clunkers. Or why, why is this still a thing that's happening? <clears throat> pretty much everything Elder Scrolls related that wasn't the remaster. Uh, <clears throat> and then EA, um, I'd probably have to give an incomplete, because seriously, <laughs> going into today, I would have figured, like, Bethesda would have had would have been the show going why why does this exist because EA had a pretty content light show last year too didn't they was wasn't last year the year they were like here's a bunch of concept art for stuff where no last was- year was just they had a ton of like they kept showing like uh, all these things you didn't necessarily care about and they took forever with Pele and oh yeah that was the yeah, year sorry. before that that they had all the concepts. Uh, art and the developer interviews and all that crap. So it's like three years in a row now that they pretty yeah. much just half-assed this. Yeah, and it was just like, uh, hey, EA, uh, guys, you're supposed to have more some, something more substantial by this point, and they really I, didn't. I think what their deal was, and Andrew Wilson kept saying it, was this is just kind of a formality thing. We're here so you can enjoy the games that we have at these booths and all that stuff. So they can, didn't really care about. So you conference. can play the game. Yeah, so you can God, play the game. Was, that was awful. Well, I think uh, EA normally has a lot of their stuff shown in the like Microsoft or the Sony press conferences as well. Yeah, because EA normally comes on after Microsoft. It's weird for them to be first before everybody else. Yeah, so I think you might see more coming out of EA by the end of the day tomorrow than you did in this press conference. Yeah, that'll be interesting to see who gets what. I'd probably give uh, Bethesda like a B- and EA maybe like a D. Uh, yeah, that's what I was going to be. Oh, sorry. I was going for that too. B and a D. Yeah, I can't say what EA got because I didn't see it, but... I was very happy with Bethesda's press conference. I mean, it gave you enough, hey, this is what's coming out this year. Here's some stuff we're building on for the next for next year, and then we'll see what they do next year. E- if they're going to announce a new Elder Scroll game or if they're going to go with something else. Except for Quake, like all of Bethesda stuff seemed real, or at least possible. All of EA stuff, except for that fee game, and like battle or battlefield, obviously looked pretty theoretical. Still, like all like all those Star Wars games looked like eh, this will come out in twenty eighteen or like Mass Effect. It's like showed a Mass Effect trailer that had less than the leak trailer from two months ago. Yeah. yeah, and I mean last year all they showed was basically like the you know the logo, the logo, and then this year we've got hardly anything and yeah. I mean, a lot of grandiose talk about it. They 
made it a very big point that it has nothing to do with the first three. Um, so Except Rex will still be there somehow. Yeah, it just basically they're, they're giving you a bigger place to play in. With will this we one. see Mass Effect three on in one of the uh, well Microsoft or Sony's press conference? You mean Andromeda or? Oh, sorry. Yeah, Andromeda. Um, <laughs> it's been a long week. That that could be possible. You know that they're way, they had something bigger to show at one of these the other conferences. But again, it's so weird when you have Diego first that like, you know, if Microsoft was going to get something bigger, you would have thought they would have just let EA have it, and then you get Microsoft having some bit of it. You know, we'll see how that goes. I guess. Any uh, predictions you want to throw out for tomorrow? Uh, uh, at least what? mainly the Microsoft one because it's the one that we won't get to. Uh, we'll get to do previews, I guess, for the other two before we they happen. But this will be the last time we get to talk about Microsoft. Well, Microsoft, I'd probably say... Uh, uh, I'm kind of curious to see if, I mean, I know the Slim leaked, but I'm kind of curious to see if they say anything about Scorpio, the the, the one that's going to have a bit more power in it to deal with, uh, to go up against the the PS4.5 or Neo or whatever the hell they're calling it. Um, But uh, other than that, uh, (laughs) I'm kind of racking my brains thinking of anything they could actually bring up. I mean, Do you think we do get the VR thing or no? Because Probably. Sony was very careful to make sure the Neo came out before E3. They said they don't want to have it at E3. You know. Um, yeah. Like I've been saying, could we get a Blinks of Time Sweeper 3 from Microsoft finally? Man. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Hey, with all the, the you know Ratchet and Clank and all that stuff coming, if they can actually make a good Blinks of Time Sweeper... We're finally going to get Fusion Frenzy 3. The trilogy will be complete. I'd go for that. No, 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 no. no, you were talking about how they needed to shoot, uh, fire some shots at Sony. Here's the ultimate shot. Microsoft's partnered with Activision. Crash Bandicoot reboot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Man, Crash is coming to Skylander. Isn't that the most depressing thing ever? Wait, is that an actual confirmed thing? Or no. Thank God. Sorry. Not yet. <laughs> that should have been a thing, though. If, if it does happen, I'm going to track you down and I'm going to hurt you. <laughs> um, anyway, sorry. <clears throat> Daniel, anything? Uh... Uh, I think we're going to see Microsoft announce something with virtual reality and just for fun because I'm a glutton for punishment. Let's say they're going to announce a new MechWarrior game for the console. Hey, you never know. See. Yeah, Steel Battalion with an even more convoluted controller. <laughs> oh, jeez. Don't like that stupid thing. Uh, man, I'm trying, I, I think we'll get battle, some of Battletoads for sure this time. Even though Rare is busy with Sea of Thieves, I think definitely we're getting more Sea of Thieves this time. They don't have the Rare Replay to show off. Um, the Rare Replay Replay. <laughs> I'm assuming... Uh, We'll actually get something from Crackdown this time because we really haven't heard a lot about Crackdown since two E3s ago. Oh, another one we haven't heard of, Scalebound. 
Well, Scoban got delayed. Don't know if they actually have anything for that. But, and yeah, I'm sure they'll announce the Slim. Well, yeah. I think th I think they have to announce the VR thing. I think you can skate around, just like Sony is, skate around the whole you need another system for it. Just announce that you have a partnership and that it's coming. And then you can get away with saying the thing about the Scorpio or whatever later. Just... Uh, you know, I just think you announce. I think this is why Sony's avoiding it. Is you announce a that there is another system you have to buy right now. This is going to put people on some high alert, and you don't want that. I think. Yeah, especially if you're Microsoft, because again, like I said, they've got a lot of ground to make up at this point. I'm just not sure they they would have to pull some serious megatons at this point. Uh, well, yeah. if you were Microsoft, would you view the Scorpio and Neo as brand new systems and just start the tracking over from there? I mean, with the NX coming out, why not just I, start a whole I'm, console I'm generation? Sure, I'm sure Microsoft would love to do that, but I'm not sure Sony will. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't really matter who says that this generation has to last uh, another, t I mean, yes, we the consumers want it to be that way because, you know, we the gamers because uh, we don't want to have to pay four hundred dollars again or or whatever, and they don't want to start sending that message. But that message is going to come eventually. Everything else does these. I don't like it. Trust me, I don't want to have to think about oh crap, I'm going to have to spend four hundred dollars again when I just spent four hundred dollars a couple of years ago or whatever. Uh, you know, just I don't want to have to think about it either, but. That's something we do have to think about. Even if it's not this generation, the next one, these mid-life cycle things are going to happen more and more, just like with the phones, with everything else. It's just, it's going to happen. Uh, Mark, you have any uh, predictions? or Minecraft 2. Minecraft 2? Sure. Make it voxels now, and... Be like it's Xbox One and PS or Xbox One and Windows 10 exclusive. Oof! Talk about shutting down an audience for that. Be great. You think that that would? Man, I. Do you really think it could get people to buy the Xbox One if you go? Okay. It's. Uh, well, nah, I mean, people would people would probably be like, oh, I'll just wait until the ten thousand clones show up. Well, no, you can get it on PC because it's not like the graphics are going to be like ridiculous. It's Minecraft. So. Well, yeah. no, I'm, I, I guess what I'm trying to say is, you know, people who might have been, who would know what Minecraft is enough to care about a sequel, would also be like, would also know what happened with the original Minecraft and just be like, oh, I'll just wait for the thousand Minecraft two spinoffs. It'd be an offshoot, but I actually wouldn't mind Project Gotham Racing coming back also. That was a pretty cool game, or pretty cool series. I wonder if they'll bring that back with, you got the two versions of Forza. It's kind of, it's different enough. I mean, they did say that they'd be open to a third version of Forza. I don't know what that would be, but... Either that or probably, like, uh, dirt racing stuff, something like that. Yeah, possibly. Alright, well, I think we kind of covered everything here we'll be back tomorrow or later today whatever when you're listening to this which is already tomorrow on 
in two time zones that we're in in the United States here uh, with the Microsoft Conference, and then we'll have one for Ubisoft and the PC Gaming Show, which comes on an hour before Ubisoft, and then for some reason it's going to bleed into the Ubisoft Conference as the people are going to be watching it still by then. Right, which for some reason still exists. Let's be honest here. The uh, guests this year are way better than last year. That's not uh, setting a very high bar. <laughs> I know it's not, but I mean, as long as I don't have the AMD guy come and talk for like thirty minutes, like last time. Which watch? That's the last thirty minutes of the show. Well, like, it's not AMD guy showing up there. So, <laughs> uh, like, like, correct me if I'm wrong, but wasn't like the biggest thing to come out of the PC gaming show last year uh, the Pillars of Eternity expansion? That and that's where he made um, Phil Spencer made the announcement of like that they were starting to do the whole Xbox on PC thing. Or uh the the putting Xbox the that they're gonna have that partnership with the Windows ten or whatever. I think. Yeah, 'cause that's worked so well for them so far. Yeah, yeah, just awesome. And I think uh, they had a No Man's Sky thing too if I don't remember if I remember Yeah, right. but everybody had a No Man's Sky thing yeah, last geez. year. Yeah, my Microsoft going to have it. one this year too because that game's not coming out until August now again. Yeah, I wonder if Sony's going to bother with that, though. I mean, how much more have you got to show? They showed a ton already. Just, I cannot imagine they have a ton with that. So something just came across my news feed real quick while while we're still in this, talking about these shows. Um, Chris Avalon is actually uh, working on the Prey reboot. That's cool. He's a that, decent writer. Yes, yeah. he is. Which so that actually that actually ups my excitement quotient a little bit because he's made some pretty he's written some pretty good games. So uh, yeah, that's interesting. Anything any of you guys want to say in closing before we get out of here? I missed a hoop god. <laughs> <laughs> Well, um, you can, uh, of course, uh, so if you enjoy it, this is the first time you're listening to the podcast, uh, you can subscribe to us on iTunes, Stitcher, now on SoundCloud, uh, Spreaker, wherever you can find podcasts, we are there. Um, you can subscribe to Wes's uh, Backlog Busting Project, where they take three games uh, every two weeks and talk about them, usually of the before 2016 variety, but yeah, you know it's still uh, still pretty awesome to listen to both him and Randy banter about uh, both. The, the, they take a, a lot of time to sit there and play those games, and so uh, I, 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 I I will say it's been kind of interesting these last couple episodes to be doing games that are relatively recent. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, the Life of Strains discussion was very good. Uh, enjoyed the heck out of that. Um, Daniel, tell the people what you do. Uh, 411 Games Factor Fiction uh, goes live every Wednesday. Uh, and just to continue the tradition, uh, or restart it, Quantum Leap, Doctor Who, piss off uh, Randall. <laughs> uh, Colin Winslow, what else is going on? Uh, yeah, I was trying to let Kellen Winslow die. But. <laughs> oh, 
There's probably more. Go of them to your local Boston market. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man, that was a uh, that was pretty much a meme of this podcast for a while. Uh, Mark, uh, I just do the eight ball. Uh, just it went up tonight. Actually, about my E3 predictions for this week, uh, and I review occasional games. Yeah, uh, four PCs should will be all about E3. The top five will be all about E3 this week. So, yeah. And go subscribe to that W2 Network where you can get all of these podcasts that we've talked about, plus all the other ones that I do and uh, our partner podcasts as well. So, till later today. See you later, everybody. <laughs>